Welcome to Destiny C3 Podcast. The selected sermon will start now. Enjoy listening. You know, while there are things in Christianity that cost us nothing, like what I said earlier, there are gifts from God that we do not need to pay for or it will not cost us anything or that doesn't need our input to, to receive. There are also many other things in your Christian walk that will only be available to you if you're willing to actively participate or to do something or to partner with God to lay hold of those things. Meaning there are things that won't fall on your laps. We need to put on, uh, we need to put in effort to enjoy. And I just want to talk very quickly today, very quickly, it's very subjective about increase and blessing because I don't think there's anybody here who does not want to see increase and blessing come into their life. Come on, is there anyone here who does not want increase? And I'm not talking about a bad increase like your blood pressure and your increase in your sugar level, your cholesterol level. Of course, after the, the Christmas and the Chinese New Year season, uh, there's probably been a lot of increase in that areas of your life, but we're going to break it right now. Come on. So I'm talking about good increase, right? Favor, influence, blessing, financial increase, spiritual increase. God desires to bless you. God wants to increase us. The scripture says we should go from strength to strength, from glory to glory. The epistles say we need to move from, from milk to solid food. The Christian life is a progressing life. It's an increasing life, increasing in influence, increasing in favor, increasing in your spiritual growth. In fact, one of the blessings pronounced over the children of Israel is found in Psalm 115 verse 14. It says, may the Lord give you increase more and more. You and your children, may you be blessed by the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. It is actually talking about supernatural increase that can only come from God. And it isn't just about an increase in number. It includes an increase in authority, favor, blessing. When God pronounces blessings over his people in scripture, it is always a complete blessing covering all areas of their lives. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 14, it says, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herd, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket, your kneading bowl. Blessed shall, be, shall it be when you come in. Blessed shall it be when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise against you to be defeated from before your face. They will come against you one way, flee before, from before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you and in your storehouse and on all which you set your hand. He will bless you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. It is a powerful, complete blessing of increase in all areas. But what you will notice is when you read this portion of scripture and also others that we will quickly go through. 
these blessings and many others, we will notice that it's not a blessing on passivity. It is a blessing on activity. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, meaning your, your body must have fruit. Blessed shall be the produce of your ground. That means your ground must all, already be in a position to produce. Blessed must be the increase of your herd. Then it goes on to your basket and your kneading bowl. That means you must have a basket and a kneading bowl so that God can actually bless it. God doesn't bless nothing. He does not bless inactivity. He pours out his blessings on something. So God's desire is to bless. His responsibility is to bless. Our responsibility is to give him something to bless. You know, sometimes as Christians, we can think that blessings happen by default. That means, you know, by virtue of me being a child of God, things will naturally increase uh, in my world. I'll be in line for every promotion, every increment. They will automatically receive financial abundance. Wake up in the morning, there'll be money on the floor <laughs> to pay your bill. You'll get the best jobs, the best business contracts. All these things will fall on their lap. And this mindset kind of reduces them to an inactive type of faith without works kind of life. We see this in the case of the children of Israel when they entered the promised land, the land that God had given them. Time passes. And in Joshua 18, you can read about how the seven tribes, they were in the promised land, but they did not have their portion of the land. They were where God wanted them to be, but they did not have what God wanted them to have. So Joshua gets the, gathers the leaders, gathers the people, and he asks this very important question. In Joshua 18 verse 3, he says, Joshua said to the children of Israel, How long will you neglect to go and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you? The message translation says it like this. Joshua addressed the people of Israel. How long are you going to sit around on your hands, putting off, taking possession of the land that God, the God of your ancestors has given you? So they were where God wanted them to be, but did not have what God wanted them to have. You know, that can be us many times. We are in that place of salvation. We are saved. We are redeemed. We are in Christ. We could be called the blessed of the Lord, but yet not be walking in that blessing. We could be called the highly favored ones, yet not seeing the things that favor brings into our world. And what Joshua does is he takes the blame or the responsibility of God and he places it on the people. How long are you going to neglect or put off taking possession of what God has given you? So between them and their inheritance, between them and the blessing is this thing called taking possession. Is the go and possess. And I dare say that many times between the Christian and the abundant life and the blessed life that he reads about in scripture that he knows is his. The reason he's not there is because he hasn't stepped into that position to take possession. There is a responsibility on us to lay hold of the promises that God has for us. 
And there are certain things that God looks out for in your life to pour his promises on, his blessings on, his increase on. God will pour his increase on, as the scripture so clearly says, the work of your hand. Deuteronomy 28 verse 8. The Lord will command a blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. Verse 12. The Lord will open to you his good treasure and heavens to give you rain into the land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. God wants to bless you through the work of your hands. He wants to bless what you do. So if God says he wants to bless the work of my hands, my responsibility is to get my hands on some work so that I can lay hold and take possession of that promise that God has for me in his word. I need to prepare the ground so that God can pour his rain in season on that ground and I can reap the blessing. So if I'm not doing anything, I'm forfeiting myself from receiving this promise. The Apostle Peter was blessed with a supernatural increase in his catch of fish. And he got it not while he was sitting on his hands, lepaking on the beach, listening to some reggae music. No, he wasn't just praying and waiting. He got it when he was out fishing, doing his work, and God put his supernatural blessing. Jesus blessed the work of his hand and he had a supernatural catch of fish. And we need to get this as believers because many times people want God to bless them, but they don't want to do anything. They stay at home all day, pray, 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 pray. And then they go out and they, why is God not blessing me? Why is my bank account still empty? Why am I not getting the financial blessings, the increase that the Bible speaks about? You know, one of the things that uh, the C3 movement does is when we go and meet pastors who come under the movement, especially those who are struggling uh, financially, those who are in poorer nations, they actually teach, teach them how to generate an income how to start a business based on what is around them, what they have access to. Because God promises to bless the work of their hands. And it's also to change their mindset so that they do not have the, this mindset where the foreigner needs to come and give them money all the time. So one of these pastors that I had the privilege of visiting, uh, Vincent and Pascal Umundi, the pastors of C3 Kitgum Matidi in northern Uganda, uh, this location where this church was, or church is actually, it was an, was an IDP camp for during the, the 20 over years of war when uh, Joseph Kony, how many of you heard of Joseph Kony? Terrible guy. When Joseph Kony and the LRA brought terror to the local population, they would just kill their own people and all kinds of things. So now Joseph Kony has fled and, and, and these pastors are trying to build, build back their lives for their community. So they heard this teaching 
about, you know, God wants to bless the work of our hands. So Pastor Pat Ancliffe at that point was the overseer for Africa. So when I went, they were, we had this massive church full on with sound system. They had built huts. They had done a lot of things. But they shared their story. Pastor Pat Ancliffe went the first time they had nothing. But they said they're going to start farming. So they started farming. The next year, he, he went to visit. They had built houses uh, for widows in their family because a lot of them lost their husbands during the war. And he asked, Pastor Vincent, how did you, how did you build all these, these houses, these homes for the widows? Where did you get the... So we started farming because God said he will bless the work of our hands and God has blessed the work of our hands. And we are now able to build these houses. And the next year he goes there, they had purchased land and uh, buildings for new churches, church plants. Pastor Vincent, how did you guys manage to purchase this thing? All these churches and this land. Pastor Pat, we were farming, we did more and more. God blessed the work of our hands and we were able to purchase all this. Then the year after that, when I was there as well, they had generators in the church, sound desks, keyboards, microphones. Pastor Winston, how did you manage all this? This cost a lot of money. God Bless the work of our hands. What did they do? They wanted to see the fulfillment of the promise and they gave God something to bless because God says he's going to bless the work of our hands. I'm going to get my hands on some work and I'm going to lay hold of this promise because God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. They put themselves in a position where they could claim or lay hold of that promise for their lives. You know, when Peter needed to pay the temple taxes, Jesus could have just told him, Peter, just go look under the rock. You'll find money for your taxes. Or Peter, just give me the bag of whatever coins we have left. I'll pray over it and those coins will multiply and we'll be able to pay our taxes. But Jesus doesn't do that. What he does is in Matthew 17, verse 26. Jesus said to him, Nevertheless, lest we offend him, go to the sea, cast in a hook, take the fish that comes up first, and when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give, give it to them for me and for you. What was Peter's occupation? Fisherman. Jesus could have given him that coin through many, many ways. But he tells him to go work. Go do, go fulfill your occupation. Go and fish. Go and do what you are able to do naturally and I'm going to put my supernatural power on what you do naturally and you're going to see that miraculous breakthrough that you need. And I do believe that God wants to do that for our lives. He wants to put his supernatural on what you do naturally. Come on, I pray for all of you. You know, I'm down to 10. It's a three-point message, so I'm going to probably stop at this one point. But this one point is good enough. All of you who are 
working, who have set your hands to do something, whether it's a business, your job, your career, I want you to stand and we're going to pray for the supernatural touch of God to come upon the work of your hands. And you're going to see a supernatural increase. Hallelujah. Is that our, you guys are from I-teams, right? Behind Arul. Welcome. Are you Pastor Ghania? No, right? Looks like Pastor Ghania a bit. Welcome, guys. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. I'm going to ask Micaiah to come back. Sorry, Micaiah, you missed out on all the good stuff. I'll pray for you later. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, even as his hands are raised, they are raised in faith in your word, in your power, in your promises. So Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you promised in your word that you will bless the work of our hands. So all these hands that have been set to work, be it in businesses, starting businesses, in their offices, in their careers, in their workplaces, Lord, that they will see supernatural increase. Even as they stand here as an act of faith, to receive, to receive, to receive, not what the world says, not what the economy says, but what the word of the Lord says. So Lord, that you will bless them, bless them in their jobs, in their careers, supernaturally open doors that no man can shut. And right now in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the devourer, the one who has been trying to steal, to keep them discouraged, to keep them locked. That spirit of poverty that tries to keep them bound. I break your power right now in the name of Jesus. Lack and limitation will no longer be your inheritance. You are a child of the Most High God. You are an ambassador of the kingdom. Wherever you go, the glory and the power and the supernatural grace of God, the favor of God will surround you like a shield. He will grant you favor among men. He will grant you favor among your colleagues. He'll grant you favor among your your business partners. Those who have said no to you today will say yes. We'll say yes in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, blessing over their finances. Blessing over their finances. Blessing in their jobs and in their careers. Supernatural increase that the Lord will increase you more and more. Increase in influence. Increase in finances. Increase in blessing. Increase in the area of your health. I bless you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, receive, 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 receive. And I declare a season of supernatural increase. Supernatural increase. Supernatural increase. Thank you, Lord. Favor. Some of you will speak to people in power. God's going to open doors. Influence, you'll be surprised to see what the Lord will do through your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
and you will be a channel of his grace his love and you will be his voice wherever he sends you hallelujah lord we thank you lord we cancel every demonic assignment against your people we cancel it in the name of jesus they are the blessed of the lord the blessed of the lord and lord that that person in that office that has been just so difficult towards them Lord, that there will be a shift in Jesus' name. We recognize the Spirit at work. You will not succeed. You will not fulfill any demonic agenda. And we release bless, forgiveness and blessing right now. In the name of Jesus, according to the Word of God, we release forgiveness. We release forgiveness. And we thank you, Lord, that the hold of the enemy over that person is broken right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Blessing, favor, blessing, favor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Please be seated. Got another five minutes. I'm just going to see what I can throw in for this next five minutes. Five minutes and I've got six pages. So because you bless the work of your hands it will lead you to be having something for God to increase because he wants to increase you and by virtue of it being called increase means there must be, have been something there to begin with you know when God came to Moses God was going to use Moses to deliver his people out of Egypt. In Exodus chapter 4 verse 1, he says, Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord answered by saying to him, What is in your hand? What Moses was asking is this, What if people don't respect me? What if they don't see you in me how will I increase in favor and influence among your people how can I be effective for you and God's reply was what's in your hand what's in your hand you see God was going to pour out his supernatural increase on Moses's ministry but he was going to use what was already in Moses's hand and all that Moses had in his hand was a staff which represented his job as a shepherd because that was what he was doing. God blesses what he had in his hands. He trusted God with it. That which represented his career was now going to be used by God as ministry to deliver others, to be a channel through which the power and identity of God will be revealed to his people. How many of you know that what you do for a living your staff so to speak can be a means through which God is revealed to people in your world you know people trying to segregate ministry and career but God can use your career for ministry we think ministry only happens in church no most of you are not doing ministry in church you all are just sitting here and watching others do ministry your ministry begins the moment church ends into your sphere of influence wherever 
God sends you. There are people around you that need Jesus. How will they know? How will they see? What do you have in your hands? Oh, I'm just a housewife. Hey, you're not just a housewife. There is a harvest field in your home. Be it among your children, among your neighbors, among the aunties you do Tai Chi with in the morning. The people who are waiting for you to realize that you have a call on your life. That you are God's representative wherever He sends you. But the point is this. God did not put His supernatural power on nothing. He put it on what was already in Moses' hand. And Moses used that little that he had. Of course, he had all kinds of excuses. And I'm sure we all will have all kinds of excuses when you hear something like this. I will serve. Maybe when I have enough. Maybe after I get that degree. Maybe when I'm okay and I'm ready, when I can pray for one hour, then then maybe I would start being his representative. Maybe when I get a different job. Maybe when I have more time. Now, what do you have in your hands now? Moses had a hundred and one reasons why he couldn't do what God knew he could do. We all are little Moseses. We all have a hundred and one reasons why I can why I can't speak to that person, why I can't represent God here, why I can't share. But God placed you there and He's put something in your hands. And that can be a channel of God's grace, God's love, God's mercy. Amen. So God didn't put His supernatural power on nothing. He looks for something. What are you going to offer God this morning? I'm going to close with this. What do you have in your hands? Are you willing to come before God and say, Lord, I'm just a housewife. I'm just a teacher. I'm just a salesman. But Lord, this is what I have in my hands. Use it for your glory. I dedicate it to you. Let me be your voice. Let me be your hands. Let me be your your feet. Let me be your heart wherever you send me. Come on, let's stand. Great! This is the end of the sermon. We hope that God will continue His work in your life as you meditate upon His Word. For more info, email to info at destinyc3.com. Stay tuned for more. Thank you for listening.